One of the problems with just having your reading of the Bible to be dictated by the lectionary for Sunday Mass is that you don't always get the context and verses are actually omitted. In fact, today's first reading leaves out so much good stuff. So I encourage all of you to go home this afternoon and take your Bibles and read the entire last chapter of the book of Proverbs. There's a king named Lemuel, whose scholars are not quite sure who he actually was, whose mother teaches him all he needs to know about women. Now, I don't know if mothers routinely sit down with their sons and have the talk with them, and by the talk, I mean here is what you need to look for in a wife, or whether mothers sit down their daughters and say, here's the kind of woman you need to be if your marriage is not going to be a nightmare and your life miserable, okay? I don't know if mothers do this, but mamas, listen up. Lemuel's mother is dropping a lot of wisdom, okay? And so I encourage you to live in this passage for your own sake and for that of your family. Obviously, as a priest, I have been off the market for a very long time. And to be honest with you, I am really super happy about that. Okay? You know, I see our young people and everything they have to go through nowadays to find a potential mate, and it is terrifying, right? And so I lift my eyes and say, thank you, Jesus, for calling me to celibacy. And I'm sure many of you are just as grateful that Father Smith is not clouding up the gene pool. But many of our young people have experienced broken homes, broken marriages, and broken families, so that even the devoutest of Catholics among them struggle in this area. It's really hard to be married today and to find relationships that are authentic and life-giving. Now, almost nobody comes to me for dating advice. Most people usually come when it's time for me to witness their vows, and that is a wonderful and amazing thing. We love love around here, and we love weddings, and we've got tons of them here at Prince of Peace. And then sometimes they come to see me when everything seems to be going terribly wrong. And so from the vantage point of that experience, I do have some things to share with you this morning for those who might be willing to hear. You know, if you don't remember anything else I have ever said as your pastor, anything else at all, there's one thing that I'd like for you to remember, and it's this. You are made in the image and likeness of God. You are worthy of love and worthy of respect, not by nature, but because God equips you for glory. 
You are made in the image and likeness of God. You are worthy of love and worthy of respect. So don't ever, ever settle. Don't ever settle for second best. You know, often people connect out of their brokenness and not out of their joy. And that is hardly ever the secret to a healthy relationship. Next, for the love of God, stop watching romantic comedies on the Hallmark Channel and expecting life to be like that. Every time I do a wedding, I have to say it is beautiful to see these couples because it is a heroic act that they're embarking upon. Marriage is an ascent of Mount Calvary that is going to crucify the living ego out of you until you and your beloved are pressed together like grapes to make fine wine. But if you don't like the pressing, stay out of the wine vat. Also, if you have someone who comes to you and they say with stars in their eyes, you complete me, run. Run far away as fast as you can, because that is a lie. Only God can fill your heart. Also, don't expect your spouse to be your everything. Don't put that emotional stress on another person. When we concentrate on being the best version of ourselves in Christ Jesus that we can be, we tend to attract others like that. But we don't try to remake others in our image and likeness. Because in case you don't know it, that's going to be a disastrous fail. And don't make your spouse into your only emotional relationship. Get a friend. Get a hobby. These are good and wonderful natural human things that you can share together. Right? For men and women of faith, I think that we have to, at a certain point, realize that if we do not allow the Word of God to influence how we search for a mate and what we look for in a mate or any kind of human relationship, then we are setting up ourselves for a lot of sadness and pain, especially in a world like today where there's no stigma or taboo attached to just about anything. And so at the risk of having vegetables thrown at me at the Ambo this morning, ladies, I have a question for you. Are you a Proverbs 31 woman? And if you read that chapter and say with all honesty, nope, I'm not, then do not be surprised when you do not find you a man who wants a Proverbs 31 woman. Now, gentlemen, you don't get out of this. I got something for you too, right? Okay. Are you looking for a Proverbs 31 woman? Or are you looking for someone to be your mother? or your servant. 
Are you the kind of man that attracts a Proverbs 31 kind of woman? And if you are not finding her, you need to ask yourself what you are doing or what you are not doing to find that kind of woman. Don't whine about it either because nobody wants a man who whines. Also, husbands, did you have a Proverbs 31 woman and lose her because you were an idiot? Okay. There's a saying, play stupid games and win stupid prizes, right? It's important to do a deep examination of conscience about those things and to repent and to make up for those things of the past. Because the Lord Jesus himself told you what you were supposed to do, right? The Lord Jesus told you that you are to love your wife as your own body. You are to be a living image of Jesus Christ for her. And so if you fumble that, don't be surprised what happens. but you can turn around, right? And transform yourself through the power of Jesus and transform your families and your relationships. There is hope in that direction. Proverbs 31 actually starts out with Lemuel's mother talking about what a real man is. Do not give your strength to women. It is not fit for kings to drink wine, lest they pervert the rights of the afflicted. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. The Proverbs 31 man is a king who knows his strength and uses it not for vanity or to control or to manipulate others. He has self-control and self-discipline. He's not a scaredy cat who sees injustice and does nothing about it, who sees the poor and the needy and does nothing to help them. Open your mouth. Lemuel's mother commands her son, because a man has a voice like that of a lion that should be used not to yell at their woman when they don't get what they want, but to protect and defend even those who are not his own family. Proverbs 31 goes on to talk about wives. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. But how many women sit there and talk trash about their husbands with their girlfriends and then waste time in gossip and tearing down their own family? When the Word of God says, she works with willing hands, she rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. With the fruit of her hands she plants. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. 
Her merchandise is profitable. She does not eat the bread of idleness. In other words, she is not a kept woman who idles away her whole day scrolling on social media and getting others all riled up by gossip and passive-aggressive behavior. She is not a damsel in distress waiting for Prince Charming to save her. She is a hard worker and she knows her worth because she knows who she is and whose she is. Strength and dignity are her clothing. I've been thinking about that one verse from this passage all week. I don't know why it struck me so much, but sometimes we look around us and we see so many people, men and women, who are whiny, nagging, speak, act, and dress in the most undignified of ways. It is almost as if some people today are absolutely and utterly bound and determined to be as trashy as possible and are then shocked and outraged that people treat them in a trashy manner. Now, you may be sitting there pretty shocked and saying, wow, Father, that is super judgmental. But I'm saying this from the heart of a father. Don't be trashy. It's just not going to work out well for you. And then if you see people who are acting like that, then love them because that's what the gospel commands us to do. But why is it that we have people who seem like they want to act like this, right? They have forgotten that they are the image and likeness of God. They have forgotten their dignity, or either it was never communicated to them, right? And so if the church does not command to all the children of the world to remind everyone that they are made in the image and likeness of God, that they are worthy of love and worthy of respect and destined to glory, then what are we doing? Everything that we do as a church makes sense when you realize that that is God's plan for each one of us and our relationships, particularly within the sacrament of marriage. It's to say that a Proverbs 31 woman is not a trashy woman, and she does not attract trashy men. And if a trashy man starts sniffing around, she's like, no, out, get out, as she should. Why? Because she knows her dignity, and thank God. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Note that Lemuel's mother commands her son to open his mouth to defend but she describes the good woman as a woman who uses her voice for wisdom. She knows, and we don't know how, maybe from her own experience, right, the life 
the School of Hard Knocks gives people a lot of life experience sometimes, and I'm sure Lemuel's mother was just the same. She knows that loose lips sink ships, and she tells her son to look for a woman who knows how to pray and isn't a nattering busybody. A Proverbs 31 woman seeks after and proclaims wisdom. She's not just an endless sharer of knowledge like the old washerwomen who never stopped talking, sharing everybody's business. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Ladies, what is your greatest weapon that you use to devastating effect? Your charm, your looks, your voice, or is it your wisdom, your industry, and your kindness? Our world today needs desperately Proverbs 31 men and Proverbs 31 women. And we need those Proverbs 31 men and women to actively look for each other and then to do everything that they can with the help of God to support each other. And we need those men and women who are not Proverbs 31 men and not Proverbs 31 women to ask for the grace to receive that gift of conversion of the Spirit, that they can, having been healed by the Sacred Heart of Jesus, enter into good, healthy, and holy relationships to become what, or rather who, they were created to be.